5: So the big story on Labor Day itself was about the Indianapolis Colts. Andrew Luck, uh, Gonzo, I uh, hope he's enjoying the hedonist lifestyle, uh, whatever he might be doing. But the Colts now doing some inventory. Now we told you last week at the kickoff luncheon this Jim Ursay was all about the Colts being better than last year's playoff team, that the Colts were going to do amazing things, selling optimism, and it's pretty clear, based on the news of the day here, that the Colts are very smitten with Jacoby Brissett. Uh, I don't know that they. I'd go as far as to say heads over head over heels. I don't think I would go that far. But if you didn't hear, uh, we we learned the Indianapolis Colts hooking up Jacoby Brissett, their new de facto starting quarterback, on a two-year contract extension worth. $30 million, $20 million guaranteed, $20 million mucho dinero. Now, that means that he gets a salary increase of approximately $28 million in new money. $28 million in new money They for one more year put on the contract for the Colts now starting quarterback. Uh, and... people say, well, it's not that big a deal. He was only going to make a couple million dollars. This is the right thing to do. But I have a discerning opinion on this and the, the timing of this. The question, giving Jacoby Brissett a contract extension before he has even played a regular season game in 2019, is this intelligent or misguided by the Colts? See, I I believe the pendulum is in the unwise category giving this extension out. You've got neurosis, chocolates, and gummy bears is what you've got. We'll mix all these things uh, together. Why not? Now, first of all, the smart play for the Colts would have been, if they had only contacted me as the senior advisor, would have been to slow walk. What's the rush? Why are you in a hurry? Now, I know professional sports is one of the few businesses, that in Wall Street, where they give out ridiculous bonuses. I understand that. But still, what are you doing? All right? You wait, minimum, I would have advised the Colts, you wait until midway through the season and then do inventory. See where you are, see how Brissett is performing. And you know, Jim Mersay with his contract, well, it's not the largest contract in the world. It is wearing rose tinted glasses, or in this case, horseshoe tinted glasses. Andrew Luck left the Colts, and now they are worried his replacement will have some kind of commitment issues, and so they have to lock him up. Brissett <laughs> hasn't played a game since we last gave the scouting report. He's a third tier quarterback. The last time he played, he was a third-tier quarterback in Indianapolis. Uh, He showed flashes of being really good, but that's all. Even the terrible quarterback. Blake Bortles has had some big performances uh, over his career back when he was the starter in Jacksonville. But it's sporadic, not consistent. That's how you become a third-tier quarterback. There's a lot of raggedy play from Brissette. And so Jim Ursay is suffering from Andrew Luck's separation neurosis is what he's suffering from. And this is a press-the-panic-button situation for Indianapolis. That's what they're doing here. Brissett is a shaky quarterback until proven otherwise. Now, just to give you the numbers here to back up my position on this, in 2017, the only year he played any meaningful football, 15 games in Indy, the team was 4-11. and 11. You say, well, that's not his fault. He had 13 touchdowns and 7 interceptions. But he I think that's less than a touchdown per game, right? 13 touchdowns played in 15 games. He yeah, had less than a touchdown a game, which is great maybe in the 1980s, but not in the decade that we are currently residing in. And what is the most important skill for a quarterback? Do you know what it is? Accuracy. What is the weak link? What is the kryptonite for Jacoby Brissett up until this point? Ding, 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 ding. Uh, yeah, accuracy. He completed less than 60% of his passes in the year that he played regularly, uh, lacking the pinpoint accuracy. He averaged also just 6.6 yards per attempt, which is Charlie check down on steroids. That's below the passable threshold. The, the baseline minimum... To be an average quarterback in the NFL is seven yards per attempt. Now some guys go much higher than that. Get eight, eight, close to nine yards per attempt. But seven is where you're supposed to be. Anything over seven is passable. Uh, there's some other criteria involved. But wait, there's more. The negative plays. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, when he played in 2017, the guy the Colts just gave the new contract to, showed pocket panic. He showed that. He, in fact. He led the NFL in sacks. So it's all the offensive line's fault, Mahler. 52 sacks. Poor awareness. He held the ball for too long. It's all the offensive line's fault. Blah, 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 blah. He averaged 17.2 bad plays per game. That's interceptions, sacks, fumbles, incomplete passes. 17 negative plays per start for Jacoby Brissett in Indianapolis, the last go-around. So, the, again, the point is there's no need to hurry and skedaddle into this contract extension unless you see something that's better. Now, secondly, uh, it is not a ton of dough in the crazy cartoonish world of the NFL. And a lot of people are just dismissing this. It's nothing. It's the right thing to do. It's a good chicken soup for the soul type of story. It's a Disney-esque story, blah, blah, blah. Tom Brady's old backup. Now he gets his uh, job. He had to wait for it and all this stuff. And and yeah, $20 million is not oodles and noodles or chicken patties uh, with Marcel and Dynamite in Brooklyn. There there is no such thing as a free lunch. I, I am a believer that you have to earn the money. What did Jacoby Brissett do to earn... This extra money, twenty-eight million dollars in new money. He was the backup when Andrew Luck had a nervous breakdown and quit the NFL because of anxiety and it was too hard. That's he was the beneficiary of that, right? That that's all he did to get this contract. There's no, nothing on the field. There's nothing to indicate that he was amazing and great, and that's why they gave him the contract. That's not exactly a ringing endorsement. You know, if, if I'm Brissette and the agent there, I send the box of chocolates and the nice bouquet of flowers to Andrew Luck as a thank you gift because this is money that should never have come into the coffers at this time for Brisset. An extra $20 million guaranteed moolah is a bounty. So That's a gold chest that would not have ever been deposited without the wacky career choice of one Andrew Luck walking away as a quitter for the Indianapolis Colts. So the, the the real alpha move here for Brissett is to take a page out of Andrew Luck's playbook here. We know that the Colts will just give out money to people even when they don't play. So Brissett now that he's got $20 million guaranteed, he should like, wait till week five or something and then announce he's decided he has lost the love of football and he would like to retire from football. Yeah, okay. Uh, why not? Jim Irsay will pay you the money anyway. So I can go on and on with all the numbers on that, but you get a quarterback completing less than sixty percent of his passes in his career, the anemic yards per attempt, career passer rating of eighty-one. Now, furthermore, this small deal by NFL standards, there's two ways that this is going to backfire for Jim Irsay and the Colts. If Brissette actually improves and evolves and becomes a top-flight quarterback, he's going to be unhappy. Why? Because that's an undermarket contract. He's like, I don't want to play an extra year under market. You got to pay me even more money. And he will have outplayed this contract, and he's like, I'm not going to play in 2020 for that money. And if Brissett doesn't get better, the Colts will be left with the booby prize, right? They'll be like, oh man, we got this. We got, they signed Brian Hoyer to a con Brian Hoyer. And so like, all of Tom Brady's backups Ooh. are Forming Voltron in Indianapolis. <laughs> What's going on here? So, again, two ways it backfires. Now, the final thought here. So, Jacoby Brissett has to prove that he's not anything... Uh, like he had been, meaning a marginal quarterback as a starter. The fact that he took this contract is also a red flag for the Colts organization. It tells you he does not believe in his abilities to dominate the NFL this year because if he did believe he would dominate the NFL this season, Jacoby Brissett would have never signed for a pittance that he could have gotten if he had played the year out because the scenario— if you play it out, you put up a big year, big year in Indianapolis, you dominate, what do you get? The worst thing you get is a franchise tag, which is at least $25 million for one season guaranteed money. Instead, he took the money. He, he didn't bet on himself. He's like, I'd like the $20 million. Well, I don't blame him. That's $20 million. You invest that? That's generational money. Of course, after taxes and you pay your agents, probably like $9 million. But still, $9 million after everything's paid. Anyway, until proven otherwise, the Colts essentially paid $20 million for a bag of gummy bears is what they did. I don't, I don't know, you know. They're good gummy bears, but they're still gummy bears. Uh, at this point, he. you know what his contemporaries are? Uh, at this point in his career, Jacoby Brissett's equals are Case Keenum and Blake Bortles. That's who the equal is. Keenum, has a, he had an 81 quarterback rating for the Broncos. John Elway couldn't rate, wait to get rid of him. And uh, Keenum also averaged 6.6 yards per attempt last year in Denver, the same number that Jacoby Brissett had back with the Colts a couple years ago when he was the starter. And Blake Bortles... He had a 79.8 passer rating last year, averaged 6.7 yards attempt. Those are the kind of quarterbacks that the Colts just signed up for the next couple of years. Good luck. Good luck on that. You see, Freudian, yeah, all right.
6: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury
5: So, so far, it has been choreographed, but not the way the player wanted. Not the way the player wants It's gone the way the team expected it to go. We're talking about the curious case of disgruntled sourpuss Melvin Gordon of your Los Angeles Chargers. Have you heard the latest on this? If you missed it? Maybe you were out barbecuing on Labor Day and... You're corporate like some other people here. You took the day off, having a good time there. You missed out on it. So we learned that running back Melvin Gordon, again tripling down, that he does not intend to report to the Los Angeles Chargers of Carson, California, for week one, and he is still attempting to work out a trade. So far, he has had no luck. Nobody wants this guy. Nobody's willing to pay him, and nobody wants to give the Chargers what they want In a transaction. So we have a holding pattern at this particular point involving Melvin Gordon. And the Chargers, they they gave him permission. Remember a couple days ago we talked about this in a previous episode. The Chargers gave Melvin Gordon permission to work out a deal. And he even went on social media and started following teams like the Raiders and the Philadelphia Eagles, the Atlanta Falcons, the 49ers, thinking, hey, I'll slide into some DMs here. Right. And I'll, you know, works with the booty models. Maybe it'll work with NFL teams, and then I'll have some success and I'll score. Uh, but so far, nothing. So so far, nothing. And he's got one year remaining on his rookie contract, and we're talking about millions of dollars that is going to be lost for Melvin Gordon. In fact, the the contract that he's decided is beneath him. Is for five point six million dollars. That's the fifth year option that he's decided is unbecoming of a player of his statue, and that that money or statue rather that that money he has decided to leave on the table. So the question: all right, What do you make of Melvin Gordon's ranting and raving and posting and whatnot? Because Melvin Gordon also. Had a couple of statements on social media. He posted a photo of what appears to be a Brazilian soccer player, uh, a female soccer player from Brazil, and the hashtag, no pay, no play. Who? Uh, And uh, I don't don't know why that is relevant. I guess, is he comparing himself to a Brazilian female soccer player? Sexist. I'm just, just throwing it out there. Uh, he had some other ranting and raving uh, statements that involved him and his position in the NFL, where he belongs in the NFL. Uh, but my take, you've got the first 48, the checkbook, and delusions. And we will put all of this together. We'll line them up. We'll knock them down. Now, to lead off with, the stress of the situation is starting to get to the head of Gordon. right? It sounds like the uh, the running back that you know, thought he was going to get everything he wanted here is not developing the way he anticipated here. And Gordon and the people around him, they assumed that he would already have a new team, right? This is all, you know, you're such an important player. You're so great. uh, Lick, lick, all that stuff. Uh, Give me a shoulder rub. Okay, I'll give you a shoulder rub. Whatever he wanted, he got. Throw rose petals at the guy, and he has not been able to find a suitor to take him to trade. This is known as a misread, a classical misread. and, And the people around Melvin Gordon expected this to be a seller's market, shortage of available running backs, and that would result in him getting top dollar and get what he wants. But the NFL has spoken. You know what they've said? They've said one word. Apathy. That's what they They have apathy. They have an uncaring approach. They don't, they don't want to worry about this guy. It is a buyer's market for running backs. They don't value the NFL as a whole, what Melvin Gordon is selling. Now, my evidence, and I learned this from watching Uh, Television shows, there was one show in particular, which is, I think, still on, called The First 48. And they say when there's a, a murder, the first 48 hours are the most important part of that time when you discover the crime to solve the crime. And if you don't get a good lead in the first 48 hours, it's likely not going to happen. It becomes, uh, not that it immediately becomes a cold case, but very rarely does something pop up after the first 48. I say that because it has been past 48 hours since the Chargers officially gave out the decree allowing Melvin Gordon to find a trade partner. And so far, Bupkis, it has been radio silence. You, you, you don't have to be Glazer or Adam Schefter or one of these guys to know what's going on here. Who uh, the the dogs are barking and the dogs are shouting and barking and hollering disinterest. We have disinterest in this guy Melvin Gordon. Now, furthermore, so so Melvin Gordon, who's not a terrible player, he's just not as good as he thinks he is. He is starting to crack. All right, he started. He he expected, as I said, this this would all be done and all that. The social media rant is an example that he went on. I. I danced around it here, but the stress of this situation is is starting to get to him. And he's talking tough. He's like, I'm going to miss the whole year. I'm, I'm willing to sit out the whole year and all this stuff. He's making statements like that. He was blowing off some steam on social media. He had a temper tantrum. The guy's ready to have a nuclear meltdown. Uh, he's ready to have a nuclear meltdown. Melvin Gordon snapped back at a former player. Now, I'm not sure which former player, but he he was upset with somebody who I assume was a, a former NFL player who's now a talking head who questioned the value of Melvin Gordon, and Gordon responded to that without giving the person's name, saying, quote, it's one thing having people that never played diss you and hate on you, Gordon opined, but when it's another back that do it and then he uh, said SMH, which I don't think I can say that on the air. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think it's uh, shut my uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, I uh, no, what what is SM SMH? No, what is it? Oh oh shoot me! Oh shoot me in the head! Yeah. Okay. Shaking uh, my head. Shaking my yeah, head. Yeah, shaking my. head. Well, I thought Roberto said shoot. That's all I was shaking Shaking, my head. Oh, you're shaking your head. Yeah. Anyway, that's what he said. I guess I can't say that. All right, so shaking his head, and shame on you, he said, and then he he continued the the rant there. He says, y'all try to make me out to be average, be so average, and y'all know I'm not Melvin Gordon ranting. He's my peers who actually play the game know where I'm at. And uh, so that was his, his rant. He said, "It's the, the la- now, to me, it's the last part that's the most important. My, my peers who actually play the game know where I'm at. Spoiler alert, the problem is none of those guys are executives of NFL teams. All right? The people that are in positions of power agree with the dum-dums in the public that you're not worth the price, Melvin Gordon. That's what they're shouting. All right. So it doesn't matter if your fellow running backs play grab ass with you and think you're you're wonderful and all that. It's irrelevant because the people that have control of the checkbook, the people that have control of the finances, have spoken, and they are not interested. Right? The checkbook is not talking. Now maybe that'll change today. Maybe today will be the day, and I'll look like a donkey and all that. But I've seen no evidence. No evidence that we're heading towards that. If this was a different era of the NFL, then Gordon, he would get the moolah. He would get the contract. When running backs were valued and they were beloved and all that, but not now. Now it's unreasonable. And my theory is that Melvin Gordon... Uh, he ought to invest in a nice thermometer. Now, why should Melvin Gordon take uh, money out and buy a thermometer? Because he has done a terrible job of taking the temperature in the room and understanding the environment that he's involved in. It's a bad job by him, it's a bad job by the people around him. Uh, and, you know, welcome to a little uh, town I know. Uh, it's called Realityville. And so uh, that, that's what I would say. You're, you're now living in Realityville. The Chargers supposedly offered $10 million a year, which is about where Melvin Gordon should be. About $10 million a year. You could argue that's too much. He wants $13 plus, $14 million, whatever it is annually. And so the standoff continues. It goes on and on. Now, the last thing here, as we chat here on Fox Sports Radio, so this holdout has now reached 41 days, and we're heading into day number 42, so you might as well chalk up day number 42 of the stalemate stuck in molasses here and counting. And so Melvin Gordon, at this point, we said he's ready to snap. He's also got delusions of grandeur. He seems to think that he's a top-five running back in the NFL. And maybe that's true in some kind of parallel universe. But in the world that I'm in, and I assume you're part of the same world here, he ain't a top-five running back. He's not. Uh, And as the old line goes, one of the many quotes, I love quoting Bill Parcells. He had so many great quotes because the New York media wrote down everything he said and blew it up as the the end-all be-all, but he used to rant, you are what your record says you are. And when you factor in injuries, inconsistent production, Melvin Gordon does not pass the eyeball test. He's had one healthy season in four years. He's slightly above average numbers-wise. And It's statistics, it's not everything, but there's only flashes of sustained greatness. So Melvin Gordon, not anywhere near a top five running back. I mean, off off the top of my head, you got players you'd rather have, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, the Saints, Devontae Freeman, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Le'Veon Bell, uh, did I say him, Uh, Todd Gurley, Zeke Elliott, players like that who are all at a higher level. Than this guy, Gordon, and two of the last three big running backs. This is the other Komodo dragon in the room here. Two of the, the last three big money contracts that running backs got have ended up blowing up Todd Gurley, who the Rams are hedging their bets on. They they drafted a running back. They, I'm, I'm hearing they think Gurley will be all right, but just he won't be the bell cow back anymore. We'll find out when they play Carolina this weekend in week one of the NFL. And then you got David Johnson. With Arizona, he got paid, and the Cardinals feel like they got played with David Jones. So, anyway, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. If you want to be part, you are more than welcome to join the conversation. The lines are open. There is actually one line, so if you want to jump in there and get it, I will not even give out the number because by the time I give out the number, the line will already be filled. So what's the point of me giving out the number? You see how that works? Yes, exactly. All right, and, and if you missed the big announcement last hour, bad job by you. Go get the podcast, but we're launching, I am launching a new Standalone podcast not for broadcast radio. It's a single podcast, once a week podcast. I'd love for you to subscribe if you already subscribe to the other podcast or even if you don't, uh, check that out. It's available wherever you can find uh, find podcasts. I tweeted out a link. Uh, so if you want to go on there, and again, it would be wrong of you to give me five stars before I've even done the podcast. That would be inappropriate. And It would be really wrong of you to write a glowing review saying how wonderful you enjoy something that doesn't currently exist. That would be wrong. Uh, but those are things that are options you have. Again, I'm not telling you to do that uh, at all. At all. Own free will. You can do whatever you want. I see Sirius Sean, that Radio Rebel, though. He's already written a review. We'll have to get Sean to call up and explain the the situation here.
6: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
3: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-QX80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
0: Welding instructor Alex DeClair knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
2: Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Ah!
5: All right, let's get to it. Here we go.
6: It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. Fire it. This is when Big Ben gets grilled.
8: Koopa Loop. 49ers general manager John Lynch said that he had opportunities to move one of his backup quarterbacks, but ultimately decided on keeping CJ B- Bethard and Nick Mullins behind Jimmy Garoppolo. Does this make sense to you, Ben? All right, so.
5: Uh, No, it does not. I mean, I'll tell you what. Hey, this tells you the 49ers are not convinced that Jimmy G is going to be the guy. They're hedging their bets here. uh, and They're trying to avoid being held hostage if he inevitably gets hurt again. Otherwise, it would be malpractice. Much like the Raiders decided to keep four quarterbacks, although they buried one of them on injured reserve. I saw Nathan Peterman went on injured reserve. But in this particular case, it's some funny roster math. You've got Nick Mullins, who's going to be the backup. C.J. Beathard is going to be the third-string quarterback. Now, the move here would have been to trade C.J. Beathard and keep Nick Mullins. That's the second thing. John Lynch is claiming he didn't get enough offered to make him want to trade one of his quarterbacks, and there's still a possibility the Niners could do this before we get into the meat of the NFL regular season, but what are you doing? Saving these guys for a rainy day? The theory is they're doing this because they don't believe Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be able to be there all year, and so they want to have these other quarterbacks when when
8: Garoppolo inevitably gets hurt. Alright, next! Now, Kobe Bryant recently went on a rant about the NBA's obsession with load management, saying, quote, It's crazy. you got a lot of people paying their hard earned money to come watch you perform it's your job to be in shape and to be able to perform at that level every night as a competitor i'm not ducking blank yeah ben what do you make of kobe's speech
5: all right so i saw this speech by kobe bryant and i liked it i first of all i thought it was a very nice passive aggressive shot at lebron james all right in classic kobe-esque speech he was clearly directing this at LeBron James. There's no other way to interpret what Kobe Bryant said here. Kobe and LeBron have been playing nice publicly, but you know it chafes Kobe Bryant that LeBron's wearing that uniform shortly after Kobe walked away from the Lakers. And, and so this is his way of passively aggressing, aggressively lobbing hand grenades the direction of LeBron James here because if you do the arithmetic, LeBron is the OG of load management. LeBron loves to cut corners, take nights off. He doesn't play defense most nights. He shortchanges the fan in the NBA. And Kobe knows this. Kobe didn't do that back in the day. And secondly, Kobe's—he's 100% correct. Right, the the NBA regular season is supposed to be a war of, attric- of attrition, rather, and these guys. Uh, in the NBA, they're looking to, to cut back and not, not give an honest effort on that. You know, always ready to jerry rig the schedule to their advantage and all that. And the most crazy part of this is a lot of the public's a bunch of idiots and they buy into this stuff. But I looked at the schedule because I was like, well, how hard is it going to be for LeBron? The Lakers are going to play 82 games this season in 176 days. All right, that means they will have 94 off days built into the schedule around the 82 games they have to play. Plus, NBA games on television with the timeouts and all that, the pauses up the wazoo, not the most grueling schedule for a fine-tuned professional athlete. I
8: agree with Kobe. All right, next. Now, the U.S. Open fined Mike Bryan $10,000 on Sunday for pointing his racket at a line judge and mimicking a machine gun gesture. Oh, how dare him. Yeah, fair or
5: foul? <laughs> That's fa- no, it's it's absurd. It's not fair or foul. It's absurd, right? Number one, what happened to common sense? All right, what happened? This is is absolutely ridiculous. Now, I, I hope the line judge is okay from the trauma of the tennis racket being pointed their direction there at the U.S. Open. I know it's very traumatic there. Uh, you know, this is this is crazy. I, I'm sure the U.S. Open's much safer now because of this, but it's and also you can't you cannot do this if you're if you want to be like Marcel. What, what's the uh, what's the Mime, uh, Marcel Marceau, right? The old uh, mime back in the day. You can't do that. You can't mime these kind of things here. Uh, and, and secondly, imagine what the tennis world would do with like John McEnroe back in the day. That hothead, John McEnroe, who was always doing crazy stuff. And all, if he were playing today, oh my God, we'd we'd have to ban tennis rackets. We'd have to get rid of tennis rackets. They could be used as a weapon. What about the women? What about the children? Dum 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 dum. All right, there it is. Mallard to the third degree. How did we do? How about that for a hot tennis take, Kupaloov? Ben, you pass us it. That day, is a win. You can put it on the board. <laughs> Woo!
6: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now, <laughs> Mallers Mountain of Money. Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top?
5: Probably not. All right, it's time now for Mallers Mountain of Money, the Salma Hayek edition of Mallers Mountain of Money. We meet our contestants right now. It is team competition, so our two contestants will pick one of us on the show and we will get this party started shortly. Back from his suspension, he is leaving the penalty box. MGM John from Lost Wages, Nevada. Hello, John. Pokey, 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 Mr. Ben Maller. I have returned from the banishment. Well, We'll see how long this lasts. But you are back. For now. All right, hold on a sec, John. And we have, let's see here. Let me punch that right there there. Seems to hold up. Uh, let's go to Frank in Iowa who's going to play. Hello, Frank. Yeah. How are you doing, Ben? Frank, are you ready to play this game? You're not normally a game show player, Frank. No, i I'd give it a try. All I right. Give it a, try. Give it a shot. Yeah. I got okay. you. All right. Uh, very good. And what do you do for a living, Frank, other than call the show and want to talk about the NFC North occasionally? Well, that's what I was getting ready to do anyway, but that's all i had to call back. Yeah. But no, you know, was a
1: student. You're a Student, student yeah.
5: A local, yeah. Student at okay. local school around here yeah. from how's, Iowa. how's that going for you? Oh, am going well. Get ready to be a student. I put it that way. Oh, okay. You're taking a little break. You're in a gap year or gap years. I right. understand. Right. Yeah, right. Right. I, yeah. you know, yep. Took my time at Saddleback back in the day. All right, hold on a sec. And so okay. we have a uh, Frank in Iowa. Let's see here. Then on hold. Try not to hang up on him. We'll go back to MGM John. MGM John, you can partner up with me, Ben, Eddie, Roberto, or the Coupe de Loop. I'm going with Roberto. With Roberto, all right. Roberto seems excited about that. Hold on a sec. John, hold. And we have Frank in Iowa. Frank, who'd you like to partner up with, Frank? Who? Who uh, who the other guy partner up with, Eddie? No, no, you picked Roberto. I'll choose you, Ben. Oh, You've boy. Been pretty cool. uh, all right. All right. Very <laughs> I've been boy, pretty everyone's cool. Everyone's very excited. So, ringing it. endorsement. So, what are the categories here, Koopa Loop? So, we can pick the categories, then we'll pause for the calls and get to the game.
8: All right, gentlemen. This is the Selma Hayek edition. She is 53 years old now, uh, turned 53 yesterday. Still looks amazing. The categories are From Dusk Till Dawn, Fools Rush In, Frida, and Lonely Hearts. John, you were on first. What would you like?
3: Dust Till Dawn.
8: Dust Till Dawn he picked. All right.
5: Robert, all right. And Frank, uh, what category would you like? Let's do Fools Rush In. Fools Rush I In. i a bunch of old in my day. I understand <laughs> why well, I deal with Fools all the time. Well, very good. So those are the categories. Everyone stay in position. No one leave where they are. No one hang up. My uh, board is frozen here, but there we go. All right, well, we will get to Maller's Mountain of Money in its entirety. We'll get to that, and we will do it next.
6: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
5: And right to Maller's Mountain of Money we go. It's the Salma Hayek edition. The teams have been set. We have MGM John, who's going to go with Roberto and Frank in Iowa. Who has picked me? So MGM John goes first. Roberto, you picked which category? Did he pick yeah, Cupalo? Was it from uh, Roberto? Dust. Was
8: um, Dust Till Dawn? Dust til Dawn okay. Yes. All right. So here uh, we go. John, your category is from yep. Dust Till Dawn. These athletes are slash were regulars in the strip club. Forty-five seconds. And, 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 and Frank,
5: Frank, you're not playing. So you're not playing this round, yeah, right, Frank. Yeah. So don't right. give the answers away.
8: All right, go. I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> 45 seconds on the clock. Ready, begin. This boxer just retired and nicknamed Money.
9: Boy Mayweather. All right, this this guy was a legendary center for the New York Knicks, number 33, went to Georgetown University. Patrick Ewing. Uh, this guy was currently a coach with the Lakers, assistant coach with the Lakers, won a championship with the Dallas Mavericks, point guard. Play for the Nets. Pat, Pat. The nicknamed the worm won one NBA titles with the Pistons and and the Bulls. Defensive player, rebounder. Uh pass, pass, pass. Wow. Jeez. It's a tough one. Uh nicknamed Zebo. One <laughs> famous for smoking a lot of weed. Played with, with Zach Randolph. Last mm. play with the Grizzlies.
8: Oh <laughs> wow. <laughs>
9: wow. Um, yeah, I'm God, done. God.
5: John, you want to go yeah, back to yeah, the penalty box? I uh, mean that was band. that was bad. Yeah, I mean, you're frustrating Roberto. You got <laughs> what do you get? Mayweather?
8: What else? Ewing? He was so frustrated that he said Zach Randolph played with Zach Randolph. Yeah, he did. Which is not
1: is not untrue. I guess.
8: John, you missed Jason Kidd and uh Dennis Rodman. Nobody knows who those are the worm. They
5: didn't get any name value. That's
8: that's thirty points. It's
5: before MGM John's time. He's a young
8: guy. Thirty points. 30. <laughs> uh, Frank, your category is Fool's Rush In. Uh, these athletes yep. probably should have stayed in college a little bit longer. All right. Oh, okay. All right, okay. here we go. 45 seconds on the clock. Ready? Begin. All right, starting quarterback for the Buffalo
5: Bills right now out of Wyoming. Pass. All right, we're off to a good start. Uh, number one pick of the bla- of the Portland Trailblazers out of the Ohio State. He always got hurt. He never really played in the NBA much at all.
6: Oh boy,
9: what was that dude oh, that's, uh,
6: oh, Game boy. show for idiots. Oh, oh, uh, the, oh, oh,
5: oh, the 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 butt fumble. The Jets quarterback known for the butt fumble. Oh, oh, uh Fark Yes, there hey, we go. We're all right, uh yeah. NBA coach Doc of the Clippers, his son, a point guard, Austin Rivers. All right, uh wow. that's right. Wow. Ohio wow.
8: State. Stole- oh, all right. 70 Jeez. points. You you more than doubled him up. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> one, big win. We I was concerned uh, because he didn't <laughs> All right. Uh you missed you missed Josh Allen. Yeah. Uh, starting quarterback for the Bills and Greg Oden was the uh, the trailblazer digital. Uh, everyone for loves for. defense.
5: Defense wins championships. Yeah. Defense wins AF- a 70-30. So we got we got to right. go quick here. All right,
8: John, do you want Frida or Lonely Hearts? Lonely Hearts. All right, these athletes are all bachelors, meaning they're not married. <laughs> 45 <laughs> seconds on the clock. <laughs> Ready? Begin. The current quarterback
9: for the San Francisco 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, receiver for the New England Patriots. Most uh, receiving yards all time in the Super Bowl. Julian Edelman. Cornerback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Went to the camp with the big old truck full of money. Nick Foles. I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> Jalen uh, Ramsey. Uh, uh Center fielder for the Dodgers. Currently the uh, leader for the MVP in the National League. Cody Bellinger. Uh, they in the league. Pitcher with the long hair for the New York Mets right now. Number 34 lots in the guard
1: wow you got a uh, haircut these two.
9: Uh, this guy uh, sw- nicknamed swaggy p Nick Young. Oh, wow. Oh my God. 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 wow. Oh my okay. Everyone well, calm yeah, down oh here. We got, we got right. this. 2,
8: 270, we got 270 go, is the you're total go, score. you screwed. You need 200 points. All right, here we go. All right, the category is Frida. These athletes are also artists. All right, come on, five seconds. Oh, okay. Begin. <laughs> All right, <laughs> star for the Miami
5: Heat. Just retired uh, last year. Uh, named Flash for, for the Miami Heat. Oh, dang, Flash. Oh, shoot. All right. Great female <laughs> tennis player. Great, oh, gr- greatest oh. female tennis player of all time. She's got a sister. She's better, though. N- N- uh- oh, my God. <laughs> World's uh. fastest. Are you stupid? World's fastest <laughs> oh, God, man. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, you're going to get shut out? USC quarterback, 1980s robo QB, was drafted by the Raiders. He's a redhead.
9: You're about a uh, draft in the
6: 80s with a redhead.
1: <laughs> wow. I'm going to punch Oh, my God. Oh, my oh God. Wow. This is Nothing. You, you oh,
5: are oh, banned man. for 30 <laughs> days. <laughs> You banned, <laughs> Frank. You are banned from the show oh, for 30 days. You are wow. in the penalty
8: box. Roberto wins. The Raiders win. No, you didn't. You didn't uh, know stuff. That Roberto was stuff. and MGM John, that's an upset right should, there, should, I, should I go down the list of the ones that, uh, that Frank missed? <laughs> he missed everything. He missed the
4: entire
6: board. The
5: everything he missed. The guy sucks at trivia. Good Dwayne, comeback, Dwayne, MGM John. Dwayne Wade
8: is the flash.
5: Dwayne Wade. He doesn't know who Dwayne Wade was. The greatest female tennis player. I don't I even know. like tennis, <laughs> and I know who Serena, Serena Williams <laughs> is. Who's the wor- if I said who's the <laughs> world's fastest man, Coop? Who I would you say? Who's- Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt. You don't even know who the world's fastest man is, Frank. What the hell's wrong with you? I didn't okay. even get that grandma ma, which Barbage. was another one that I could have done there. And Todd Marinovich. I mean, this. I know Bob he's before. Now, who, who the hell remembers remember, Well, not you, friend. <laughs> the answer's not you. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of guys listening that know who I'm referring to, and he's like, before you're talking, th- that's, that's one of the worst rounds I've ever seen. <laughs> it it <laughs>
1: sucked.
3: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
4: Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.
6: Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need